This is the voice of revival. Our mission is to revive the world by the power of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Now let's hear the Lord's servant. Put it together for Jesus. We are clapping for Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Put it together for Jesus. Let's thank God for the life of Reverend Enoch and the leadership. We thank God for the father of the house, the papa of the house, the Reverend Dr. Ampia Kofi. Let's thank God. What you honor, what you respect, what you take good care of is what you attract and is what you become. Hallelujah. If you honor leadership, God will give you the privilege and the opportunity to become a leader. Hallelujah. Clapping is part of your worship. Give God praise, somebody. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Shall we pray? Father, we thank you for today. We declare by the power of your spirit, your word declares that the entrance of your word brings understanding to the simple. As a people before your throne of grace, scripture declares that what can a young man do? What can a young person do to keep his ways pure? And you answer that we can do that by meditating upon your word. That this book of the law shall not depart from your mouth. That you shall seek to observe and to do all that is written therein. That through that we will have good success. We pray in the name of Jesus Christ, the son of the living God. That you will help us. That as young people being attracted to so many things. And so many things calling for our attention, our focus and our attention and our drive and our appetites and our zeal and our confidence and our directions will Lord God Almighty be focused on you. Spirit of God, we thank you. Help us and we shall be helped. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Somebody say amen. Put your hands together. Say amen. Hallelujah. Amen. You may please take your seats for a moment. How many of you are angry to be here? You are angry. You are angry. You are angry to be here. Somebody pulled you here. Somebody carried you. Somebody manipulated. Somebody did something to you and pulled you here. And you don't want to be here. You are angry. How many of you are happy to be here? You are happy to be here. I want you to smile. Put, 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 even though you are, you are behind the mask, I can see it in your eyes if you are smiling. Hallelujah. The other day somebody said, increase your face value. 
increase your face value by putting on a smile. Hallelujah. Amen. I want to share a scripture with us today. I want to talk about preparation. Getting yourself ready. Getting yourself in shape. Opportunity only comes to those who are prepared. And opportunity is only recognized and taken advantage of by those who are prepared. Success is defined as opportunity meeting preparation. Success is defined as opportunity meeting preparation. Success does not happen in a vacuum. And success doesn't happen by chance. In other words, success must be replicated and success can be replicated. Anytime you meet someone who is very successful in whatever the person is doing and you ask the person, how did you do it? How did you make it? And the person tells you, oh, I don't know. It's by God's grace. Yes, it's by God's grace. But there are certain things that have led to that particular thing being successful. It's two things. Either the person refuses to let you know what they have done to be successful or whatever success they have is fake. If the person decides to go and do some occultic thing and they give them some money and give them fame overnight, they will not be bold enough to disclose the source. But if they have worked, if they have labored, and they have gotten themselves involved through the process, they will be able to tell you what they did. Not every success is success. And for you as a believer, for you as a child of God, you cannot afford to work with what we call the Machiavellian kind of tactics by saying that the end justifies the means. No, the end doesn't justify the means. The process is equally important for the determination of a good end. When you look into the scriptures in Joshua chapter number one, can we look at it? In Joshua chapter number one, let's read from verse number eight. Let's go verse seven, one step down. It says, this is God who was speaking to Joshua. Joshua. After Moses, the spiritual father 
of Joshua had passed on. And God came to Joshua and spoke to him. In verse number 7, he said, Only be thou strong and very courageous, that thou mayest observe to do according to all the law which Moses my servant commanded thee. Turn not from it to the right hand or to the left hand that thou mayest prosper whithersoever thou goest. Verse 8. Then he says, This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate during day and night, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and thou shalt have what? You shall have what? Good success. The success over here has been what? Qualified. If there is something called good success, then it presupposes that there is bad success. You can only say this is a very tall building if you have a comparison to show a short building. Life is full of contradistinctions. Life is full of ups and downs. You cannot appreciate the power of a mountain top if you have not experienced the valley issues. So, if the Bible is talking about good success, then there must be bad success. And your ability to attain good success in life must not happen haphazardly. It cannot come by accident. And it doesn't happen by chance. It says you must diligently follow the rules. And you must or you shall observe to follow all that is written therein in this book. This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth. Now, if it is written in the book that you must speak the truth when the time comes and the book is in your mouth, when it is time to speak the truth, you will not speak lies. It is a requirement in the book that your yea should be yea and your nay, nay. Now, if you diligently observe all that is written in the book and the book is constantly in your mouth and you observe all that is written in the book, regardless or irrespective of the difficulties and the circumstances you find yourself in, you will still stand to be what God has made you to be and you will get to a point where you'll be vindicated, be 
based on the principles that you stand for and you will succeed. Can we go back to Joshua chapter 1? This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. So there is a book. When you go and buy a television, or even you buy a phone, it's a brand new phone, and it comes in a box. When you open it, there is a manual that is attached. If somebody went to stole it and sell it to you, there may not be a manual because they couldn't steal the manual in addition. Or if somebody has used it before and is probably giving it to you, it's possible the manual may be somewhere. But if you buy a brand new item, whether it's a blender or it's a gas cooker or it's a microwave or it's a stove or it's even a water heater or whatever, television, phone, they give you a manual. How to follow the processes to maximize the usage of that item. If you don't follow the manual, chances are that you can mess up that particular new item. Some of them, they will tell you, you must use a step down when plugging it. Some of them will tell you, in order for you to use it, you must plug it and charge it over a certain period of time. If out of excitement, you want to do your own thing, you will end up messing up that particular item. Now, what makes you feel that if items, gadgets, which are less relevant and more less important than you, have manuals to guide them on how their efficiencies should be maximized, what makes you feel that you as a human being that Jesus Christ has come to die for and shed his blood for your salvation and for your future, he doesn't have a manual on how you should live here on earth to maximize your stay here. There is a manual. There's a manual. There's a manual on how we should live our lives. How we should maximize our lives. Especially those of us who believe in Jesus Christ as our Lord and personal Savior. We have been given clear mandates. We have been given clear directives. And everything governing our lives, how we should live our lives in order to attain success in life, is clearly spelled out. And God was telling Joshua over here, you saw how Moses succeeded. Moses did not succeed by accident. Moses did not succeed by chance. Moses succeeded because Moses followed through with the manuals that I gave him, the instructions that I gave him. Everything I instructed him to do, he did it. Jesus said, if you love me, you will obey my commands. So our love for God and our appreciation for God and our desire and intentions to stay in the presence of God and to do the things of God must be reflected in our actions in terms of obedience to his rules and to his regulations. True love 
is reflected in obedience. And obedience must be complete. Partial obedience is disobedience. Delayed obedience is disobedience. That thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous. And then thou shalt have good success. Good success. If there is good success, there is bad success. How many of you have heard about Sakawa? Sakawa. People do bad things. I have seen quite a lot. One time, I pastored a church in Sierra Leone for six years. And a brother came one time with some issues. And I told him he should go to his office around midnight and, and see some things for himself. Went there in the night and somebody was sitting on his seat and bathing in the office because he wanted his seat. I drive a lot, a, 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 around a lot in the night. One of the nights I drove and I got to a street where there are no street lights but the place was shining like a floodlight, a road, and people were playing soccer on it around 1 a.m. We are not regular human beings. We are playing soccer. There was floodlight. And then in some other places, it's dark, but they were playing soccer. I see young people carrying coffins on their head, pots, midnight, 1 a.m., 2 a.m., because they want to succeed. They want to break through. They want to have money. They want to have kwachabambam. They want to have, uh, which other names? Some people call it pum pum. Some people call it cabbage. Some people call it salad. Money. What? L'argent. Yeah, l'argent de faire le bonnet. L'argent. 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 How do you call it? Nero, dinero. Is that not it? Dinero. Money and the desire for fame drives people to do wrong things. But if you don't go through the process and if you don't allow yourself to be prepared, you will crash land. I hear somebody went to buy a book on flying. The person got an aircraft, sat in the aircraft and opened page one. Spark the engine. Spark the engine. Page two. Press on the knob. Release the brakes. Page three. Move. The aircraft started moving. 
page four. Put in fire. Zoom. Page five. Take off. Page six. Cruise. Page seven. Look for volume two. Page seven. Look for volume two and buy. Are you going to buy the volume two in the air? He was looking for how to land. The, on how to land and break. Buy volume two. How is he going to get it? That is what? Partial or incomplete success. And that is a danger. It can kill you. It can destroy you. You will observe to look and to do all that is written in the book. And after you have done it, good success will come your way. Let's look at the scripture in Chronicles. Second Chronicles chapter 27. Verse number six. Second Chronicles 27, verse six. So Jotham became mighty because he prepared his ways before the Lord his God. So, Jotham became mighty because he prepared his ways before the Lord is God. Say preparation. 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 Say preparation. The lecturer who is lecturing you today was once upon a time somebody's student. All the knowledge you and I have and shall ever have is called borrowed knowledge. It's borrowed. You are living on borrowed knowledge. Say borrowed knowledge. The Bible says there is nothing new under the sun. Whatsoever is has been before and whatsoever shall be is already there. According to Ecclesiastes, whatsoever is, has been before. And whatsoever shall be, is already there. So, don't rush. Prepare yourself. Allow yourself to go through the process. Allow God to work on you. Allow things to happen at the right time. Don't go and have babies when you are supposed to be in school. And don't grow up when you are supposed to be in school and you are now doing adult education. Say, right things at the right time. 
you don't have to go and be competing with your grandchildren in the same classroom. This is the time to learn. These are your learning years. So you learn. When the time comes for you to enter into your achieving years, God will open the door for you. So whatever you are learning now, learn it and learn it well. Don't go doing things that you are not supposed to do. No. Especially when you still have your parents paying your school fees and you live under their roof and you eat daddy and mommy's food. And yet you want to do things that mommy and daddy do. The fact that the car is available and the key is there doesn't mean you should go and drive it when you don't have a license. You don't have the license to drive the car. So don't drive it. Even though it is available, don't drive it. Tell somebody, don't drive it. Am I talking to somebody? The Bible says, for this purpose, a man shall leave his father and his mother and shall cleave to his wife. Boys don't leave. Boys stay with mama. They eat mommy and daddy's food. It is men who live. And if daddy and mommy are still paying your school fees, they are taking care of you and you are eating their food, it is the process of preparation and you are not supposed to turn it upside down. What can the young man do to keep his ways pure? Is by meditating on the word of God. And this book of the law shall not depart from your mouth. And you shall seek to meditate upon it day and night. Your meditation on the word of God is what will give you success. An English philosopher said, great heights by men were not attained by sudden flight, but they, whilst their companions slept, worked up the ladder in the night. By the English philosopher called Longfellow, great heights by men were not attained by sudden flight, but they, whilst their companions slept, worked up the ladder in the night. Work! when it is day. Work when you have the energy. Work when you have the time. A time is coming you will never have the opportunity to sit behind your books and read like you have the opportunity to do now. A time is coming you will never have the opportunity to learn like you are learning now. You will now be called upon to put into practice all that you have learned, all that you have studied. And if you turn it upside down and they do connection and kululu and give you the job, you will mess up on the job and they will sack you. 
Your father can call the manager and say, oh, can you give my son a job? Manager says, oh, yeah, because of connection. But after they've given you that job, instead of writing three zeros, you go and write four zeros and you cause financial loss to the company. They will sack you. Because you have not paid attention to details. Because you have not taken time to go through the process to learn and to understand that one plus one is two. It is not three. Observe the principles, follow the principles, the etiquette, follow the standards, follow the rules. Make sure you do that which is right. For you shall observe to meditate upon them day and night. And it is only through that you will have good success. Your success will be out there for everyone to see. There's a difference between greatness and fame. Fame is instant, but greatness comes as a process. Look at Messi. Look at Ronaldo. They've distinguished themselves. But behind the scenes, if they show you the kind of processes they go through, if they show you the kind of training they go through, if they show you the kind of rehearsals they go through, as a matter of fact, anything you see them succeeding on the world stage, they have already conquered in their rehearsal process. Maximum soccer time is what? 90 minutes. 90 minutes. If it is a knockout or whatever tournament they have, if there is a tie, they increase it by 30 minutes. And then they do the penalty shootouts. Maximum time they play the soccer is what? 90 minutes. 45 minutes at peace. But when you see the kind of training they go through, when you see the kind of process they go through, some of them go through training for three hours, four hours, five hours on daily basis. And yet, they are preparing six, seven hours in order to go and play 90 minutes. They don't go on the field to go and now try to prove themselves. They prove themselves during the training process and when they get on the stage they execute what they have learned Jotam became mighty because he prepared his ways before the Lord so Jotam became mighty because he prepared his ways before the Lord his God might Power, excellent success doesn't come by accident. It comes through preparation. It comes through subjecting yourself to the process. It comes through giving yourself diligently to training, rehearsals, and to the process for success to happen. The difference between the first Adam and the second Adam the first Adam and the last Adam is because the first Adam was created and he was there as a man. The second Adam had to go through a process 
through the many things he suffered and therefore he couldn't fail. The first Adam failed because he didn't go through a process. The second Adam succeeded because he went through a process. If our parents give us things on the silver platter, they are setting us up for failure. You should be thankful to your parents when you know they have the thing and yet they are able to determine that it is not the right time for you to have it and they say no to you. What has a 13-year-old got to do with driving in the Lamborghini Countach simply because the parents can afford it? If your parents hand over a key of a Range Rover Vogue to you when you have not reached the age to drive and you have not been licensed to drive. They are loving you to your death. They really don't love you. They want you dead. That is the same process God takes us through. The Bible says, the sons of Issachar who had understanding of the times had the rest of their brethren at their command because they knew what Israel ought to do. Your ability to apply yourself diligently to knowledge, to understanding, to study, and skillfully applying whatever you have learned to the situations and circumstances you deal with in life gives you an upper hand in life. It gives you advanced knowledge which gives you advantage in the things of life. And of the children of Issachar, which were men that had understanding of the times to know what Israel ought to do, the heads of them were 200 and all their brethren were at their commandment. So you must learn. You must read. The head that God gave to you is not for decoration. The brain you have in your head is not a decorative piece. Tell somebody, your brain is not for decoration. If you are afraid of the person, maybe the person will slap you to, arrange, to rearrange your face. Turn to another person. Tell the person, I've been looking for this opportunity to tell you that the brain you have in your head is not for decoration. Use it. Becoming a Christian doesn't mean you should become stupid. Christianity is not supposed to dummy you up or dummy you down. Receiving Christ as your Lord and personal Savior is not supposed to make you an intellectual pygmy. As a matter of fact, when you receive the Lord Jesus Christ into your life, it is supposed to enhance your intellectuality. The Bible says, study to show yourself approved unto God. A workman who needed not to be ashamed, but rightly dividing the word of truth. Studying is very important. You must read. Today's readers are tomorrow's leaders. 
If you read, you will lead. If you don't read, you will be led. And if you are led, you can be misled by the wrong people. You have to read. The Bible says, I, Daniel, understood by the books. Understanding comes by the book. When you read, you understand. And when you study, you get insight. And when you meditate on what you study, you receive a revelation. When you read, you get knowledge. When you study, you get understanding. When you meditate on what you read and what you study, you gain what a revelation. So he says, you will observe to meditate on all that is written. So when you meditate, you begin to have a reflection. You begin to have insight, foresight, hindsight, oversight on every aspect. And you begin to get deeper. The Bible says, for lack of knowledge... My people would perish, not because of the strength of the devil, not because of the power of demons, for lack of knowledge. And when you read that scripture further, it is not because the people perished simply because knowledge was not available, but because they rejected knowledge. My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge because thou hast rejected knowledge. Tell somebody, don't reject knowledge. Study. Read. When your parents sent you to school, they sent you to school to read. 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 And especially for you as a believer, Whilst you are doing the intellectual aspect, you do the spiritual aspect. Don't become an intellectual giant and a spiritual pygmy. Don't become a spiritual giant and an intellectual pygmy. Become balanced. For an imbalanced life is an abomination unto the Lord. Be balanced in everything you do. Gain insight, gain knowledge, gain wisdom, gain understanding. Because God wants you to increase in knowledge and understanding. are not wasting your time. These are your preparation years. And especially for those of us who have Christ. Enhance your spiritual capacity. John Maxwell said, the brain, once stretched, can never go back to its original state. So stretch yourself. Push yourself. Go beyond the limit. When others are sleeping, rise up. Do something. Make sure what you do is relevant. Push it. Keep pushing. Because when men slept, the enemies came to sow tears. Is somebody hearing me? Those who reign in the night, they rule the day. Refuse to be ordinary. When people are sitting, stand. And when they are standing, stand out. Anything out of the world. Meditate.
meditate. Consistency. Consistency compounds. Bruce Lee said, he is not afraid of somebody who can take a thousand steps in a day. But he's afraid of someone who can take one step a thousand times consistently. Consistency. You stay on it. It may look like it's not working, but you stay with it. You keep working. You keep pushing. You keep driving. In the battle between the rock and the stream, the stream always wins, not through strength, but through consistency. You stay on it. You keep working it. You keep pushing it. One of these days, one more strike will cause that whole rock to break. Every strike is creating a crack. Even though you don't see it, it is working. Tell somebody it's working. It is working. It is working. Stand aside. Stand out. And stand unique. Let your light shine. Don't let anybody look down on you. Especially as a Christian. Oh, look at this spirit, spirit. When they say, eh, spirit, spirit, spirit. Ask them if you say devil, 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 they will like you. These spirit people are coming. Uh, everything, spirit, 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 spirit. Ask them, devil, 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 do you like it? Don't be afraid. Don't dumb it down. What you have, they don't have. They will call you names. They will say you are an impractical sentimentalist. They will say you are a deluded apocalyptic. They will say you are suffering from chemical imbalance. You go and be speaking tongues. Can you explain to us? The reason why they don't understand is because they are not supposed to understand. And you don't owe them any explanation. Nobody changes a winning formula. It's working. It works. It works. As a child of God, stay on your course. Once upon a time, you were where they are now. And you have advanced. Don't allow them to draw you back to their old state. Move on. Stay with Christ. Never allow anybody to confuse you. If your faith and your trust in Christ is not strong enough and anybody can push you aside, break it and rebuild it. But don't allow anybody to break you and to take you away from Christ. This great and gracious gift you have, don't let it go. It is what will save your life. And nobody has a great and a wonderful gift like this and keeps it all to himself. Be bold. Be proud about the Jesus you love. Serve him. Be bold. Tell your friends, Jesus loves you. Showcase your love for Christ with your lifestyle. Be the mirror they look at and see their reflections in it. 
be an epistle. They read and see the graciousness and the goodness of God in your life. Let your life stand out in your attitude and in your behaviors. Whatsoever you do, let it be done to the glory of God and the Lord will help you. Jotham prepared his ways before the Lord and he became mighty because he made sure he stayed and worked the cause of God. Joshua, after Moses died and followed through with the instructions that God gave him, became a mighty man. He became so mighty and became so fearless at a point in time. He confronted even an angel and said, are you for us or against us? Speak now or I strike you down. That was how violent and how committed and how strong he was to the things of God. And God stood by him. I declare in the name of Jesus that the Lord will stand by you. In the midnight hour, in your moment of difficulties, in your moment of pain, may the heavens stand by you. May God support, protect, and preserve your life. Outside the comfort of your parents and your support system, may the heavens always provide for you. May the grace of God abound towards you. I declare that nobody will compromise your destiny. Nobody will play any tricks and games around you. Nobody will lie to you. Nobody will take you off the course of God for your life. May the hand of the Lord preserve your life. May you become mighty men and women, tools and weapons in the hands of Jehovah to do miracles in the land of the living. Wherever you find yourself, whichever country you are in, whatever grounds you find yourself, may God cause you to stand out. May God cause you to succeed. May God cause you to prevail on every side. Become a man and a woman, a sign and a wonder to the glory of our God in Jesus' mighty name. Put your hands together. Thank you for listening to The Voice of Revival. Join our live transforming youth service from 11 a.m. every Sunday at the Revival City of the Hachu Atomic Road, Boshe Mangolane, Naman Road. Our postal address is AN12219, Accra North. Our email address is akwogrm at yahoo.com. And our website address is www.globalrevivalministries.org. For copies of this and other messages, kindly visit the Revival Store located at the church premises, Revival City, Hachu, or call 055-3070-288, or log on to our website, www.globalrevivalministries.org, to make your orders or to download video and audio messages. God richly bless you.